Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. His name is Curtis Sturrock. There's not much that he won't mock But he'll talk to his friends about sex and rear ends Yeah, it's wrestling with myself Some know him as Scotty O'Shea And he's really into ass play Steve Brown tags along and Mello wrote the song It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself Sometimes he does it by himself Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself On a Friday night he's got his flashlight It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself, whoa, wrestling with myself. Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies. Wrestling with myself. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Handsome Genius Club radio show. Are you gonna Are you gonna swap cast this? Uh, no, you can have this one. You shared your last one with me. No, I don't. You're more than welcome to swap cast it. I encourage it. Okay, let's do it then. All right. So, welcome to the Handsome Genius Club Radio Show and wrestling with myself. I'm there. You go. I am. Uh, I'm Kurt Sturrock. You may know me as Hacker Scotty O'Shea. I am Anthony Meatgazer. You may know me as Anthony Kingdom James, and I am promoting a show March 27th at the Transact Club. <laughs> I hope everyone comes. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Why do you have to ruin things so quickly? Can't we yeah. e- can't we ease into you being horrible? I tried there for a bit. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. All right. 
So, uh, welcome to uh, welcome to the beginning of the apocalypse, everybody. No kidding. Yeah, it'll be Mad Max soon. I I don't. Now, are you worried at all as an uh, as an over sixty male? Like, <laughs> is this stressing you out? Okay, so we already know the temperature of the water today. Um, <laughs> you're just gonna be a fucking ridiculatard all through this, aren't you? It's actually 104 degrees Fahrenheit in the hot tub I'm in. If you actually want to know the water temperature, that's true. <laughs> what a shithead! Hey, don't uh, don't bump your head off anything and slip uh, under the surface and drown. Okay. <laughs> I'm Here, very concerned anything, for you. I'll get back to the coronavirus. Here's a tr- here's a fun fact. Orville Redenbacher, the popcorn guy died in his 90s while sitting in a hot tub. And I don't think there's any better way to go. Why do you know that? I don't know. One day when I was sitting in this hot tub, uh, I just started looking up fun facts about them, and that was one of them. <laughs> was that Orville Redenbacher died in a hot tub? Yeah. You're, you're a fucking weirdo. Anyways, uh, so you're not uh, you're still employed, are you? Yep. Any uh, any hope that that's going to change? Well, yesterday there was mega hope. I was streaming, uh, is it CT24, whatever the, the constant news cycle is for Toronto? CP24, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So we streamed that on my phone for Doug Ford in the morning. He said a whole lot of nothing. And then for Trudeau in the afternoon, who said much more about nothing. And then I got to work this morning, and... Uh, Heard there was another, Doug Ford was going to have another conference. We watched that. He declared the state of emergency, but which really didn't affect us at all. Yeah. And then uh, Trudeau talked a couple hours later, and really nothing has happened. So we're all hoping it happens. It's funny. We're all at work hoping we get shut down, which sounds funny. And it's almost like a famous last word, something you don't hope for. Yeah. But it's exciting. I want to be off with everyone. <laughs> uh, my club is closed until at least March 30th. That's a good two week break. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so it'll be a lot of uh, rearranging the apartment and hopefully comic book writing. Okay, honest question. Yeah, you have to answer honestly. How many times have you cranked it today? Zero. Well, that may that mean there's no fun to my second question then because I wasn't expecting that. Uh, how well? What was the second part? My second question was, honest to God, have you washed your balls today? Uh, no, I have not hopped in the shower yet today, but I intend to after we record because I'm I'm probably gonna uh, probably gonna go outside for a little while. Well, you really ruined that bit, there, Kingdom. Hey, I'm sorry, man. I mean, listen, if you want to know uh, the uh, the here, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll I'll give you an answer, and you can chew on this. You can chew on this, pal. Uh, the last time I cranked it was uh, Sunday. Sunday evening, uh, recalling some action that I got Saturday night. Ooh. Yeah. You've got a full day without, you know, unloading a clip. Yeah, yeah, I was. <laughs> wow. I was a little busy with other things yesterday, so I, uh, so I did not, uh, I did not uh, 
clear the uh, clear the pa- the passageway. Wow! I did not. The terrors of getting older. I didn't. I didn't release the poison yesterday. <laughs> is that is that enough of an answer for you? Yeah, that's good. Okay. I was hoping you had said you were going to say you you've cranked it like four times today or something. I'd be like, oh yeah, okay. So now, honestly, how gross are your balls, and have you showered yet? And then I'd catch you in the fact that you've been tugging on the old nuts while they're <laughs> unclean. But. No, no. Uh, the last, the last was Sunday, Saturday, let's just say that Saturday was so good that it was replaying in my mind on Sunday. Well, walk us through it then. Don't just talk about it. No, 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 no. The, the most you're getting is, the most you're getting is that, is that, that's, that's the information. But, uh, and it was uh, here. I, I will say this. It was an away game too. I was expecting to play a home game, but, uh, but I was invited over, so uh, so I paid a visit. That's exciting. Yeah. Now, did this did this partner of yours test positive for Corona at any point? <laughs> no, no Corona. No, I didn't know if we were asking that out on the dating scene yet. <laughs> you have HIV, AIDS, and Corona. I I I think. Uh, I think Corona might delay a repeat uh, a repeat meet and greet. There, you, there's a good there's a good uh, uh, rhyme for you. A repeat meet and greet. But uh, but that's okay. That's okay. I'll be I'll be, <laughs> I'll be here when uh, when society unfucks itself. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like. Uh... I don't know how I feel like it feels exciting this whole time because it feels like we are living through like an important part of history right now. Yeah. Hey dude, you got to so get off your speakerphone cause you're breaking up a little. Okay. Okay. Wait, one second. How's that? Oh, that's incredibly better already. See, you still sound like shit though. So this is the problem. Right? Oh, I'm sorry. Is this a little better? Okay. Talk. Yeah, is this a little better? Hardly. It's okay. I'll make do. I won't complain like you will. I'm the one who's recording it for us, you idiot. <laughs> okay. So, like, we're living through an important part of history, something that's almost never happened. It's happened, but ne- never in modern times, really. The Spanish flu was the last pandemic, and that was something like 105 years ago. Yep. So there's this excitement going around that, like, we're living through something, and it's bad, but it's not terrible. And so it's really kind of exciting to be sitting in it, but until it hits home, and luckily I don't know anyone or know of anyone that's really felt that yet. But as of right now, it's kind of exciting because it feels like we're rolling through something, but there's really no repercussions yet because I haven't met anyone who's sick. Mm, I, there, there, but that's the thing. There are repercussions already. I mean, you've got most of the planet on lockdown. Yeah, but has there ever been a better time in human history to be on lockdown? We have Netflix, we have internet, we got Xbox. People <laughs> spend most of their time in ho- at home. Everybody's an introvert anyways. Yeah. Oh, well, listen, I, I think that uh, without, uh, you know, television and social media, that 
this would already be uh, a much, much larger pandemic. Like, I mean, there would be, we, we would be, well, ten, 10 times the number of people would be dead if we didn't have, if we didn't have uh, a medium for telling people quickly, hey, stay in your fucking houses, or hey, this is what's going on. Like I'm sure there's a story there's a story on uh on variety.com today that um Jared uh, what what's the what's the name of the jackass that played the Joker in uh, uh Jared Fogel, the subway guy. <laughs> Is that who we're talking about? No, Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Jared Leto just found out about coronavirus on Tuesday. Because he had been in a 12-day spiritual retreat or meditative retreat. So so this this guy just surfaced as, hey, where is everybody? Why are the streets deserted? He he ripped Van Winkled for two weeks (laughs) and, and woke up to a pandemic. See, the dumb thing is, though, like... I, I'm a I'm quite the idiot as you can. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, to. yeah. No one's no one is arguing with the fact that you <laughs> are a certified clown shoe idiot. But like, I've been hearing about coronavirus for much longer than two weeks. Well, hey, listen. Anybody that looks at Jared Leto knows that I'm. He spends most of his time smelling his own farts. Anyways, I mean, Absolutely. he's, he's yeah, got his he's head a space cadet. He's got his head square up his own ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, I'd agree. Uh, he he is not. <laughs> um, I think I think uh, a much closer to baseline example of stupidity would be uh, Vanessa Hudgens. Did you did you happen to catch the video that she put out today? No, I just saw it as I was pulling in, and I never watched the video. What is it? She's complaining because Coachella isn't around to keep her relevant or something? Yeah, because, you know, she respects the virus, but, you know, people are going to die. Why does is Coachella, that what she said? Why does, yeah, why does Coachella have to be canceled? What a fucking maroon. It's because people in Hollywood and celebrities in general live in such a gated community. I don't yeah. mean that just physically. I mean that like Oh yeah. No, no. They, they you know? it's they're in a bubble. Yeah, it's just unbelievable. They're not part of the real world. No. Yet they tell us who to vote for and fucking what global warming can do. It's like go fuck up yourself. Get back on my T V screen as Zach Efron's girlfriend and just let me enjoy you for you. <laughs> uh so what what oh, here- Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. I've been stuck on this. Do you remember that old TV show? It was like a children's show. It was an old lady, and she had, like, a white puppet. Sherry Um, Lewis and Lamb Chop. Lamb Chop. Oh, Lamb Chop. What a great segue. Have you seen my short film called Little Lamb? Yes. Yeah, let's. And? <laughs> when, when, when you when we finish our uh, when we finish our our coronavirus yappity yap, we no, have we're to still talk on about that. It. I, I got stuff to plug. Okay, well, you get a chance to plug your shit, dude. 
my agent told me this interview would be talking only about my short film Little Lamb that you can find on YouTube. Your your agent Jeff Smith. Shut up. <laughs> Diamond Tiger, you're talking about. <laughs> if Kudos Kobe- to you for being able to pull off the Lamb Shop reference, though, because I couldn't remember anything about that show. Yeah, I, I remember the only thing I remember was the puppet called Lamb Shop, and I couldn't use that piece of trivia. So I literally said "old lady with a white puppet," and you figured it out. Yeah, thank you. I am. I'm here for you, man. Thank you. Uh, when I listen to friends' podcasts and they have that moment of trying to remember something, and I'm standing at the corner of Broadview and Danforth at three in the morning, and I'm yelling at my phone because I know the answer. <laughs> Yeah, you don't look crazy at all. Just yelling <laughs> into your phone. No, <laughs> me like me yelling at Pepper Parks and Andy Williams, the the uh, the the names of the cast of the nineteen eighty animated movie Heavy Metal. I look <laughs> perfectly sane. Oh yeah, yeah. It's John Candy, Andy, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, every Canadian knows that all the trivia about John Candy. So sure. Although I did watch, uh, what did I watch the other day? I know I'm getting off topic away from your coronavirus, but I watched, uh, what's it called, Punky Brewster? Oh, my God, why? Brewster's Millions? Oh, okay, that's better. Brewster's Millions with, put, with John Candy and uh, and uh, uh, Richard Pryor. Black guy that set himself on fire. Can't think of his name now. Richard Pryor. Thank you, thank you. I, I, I know Richard Pryor. Yeah, I know I you do. I know you just wanted to make the set himself on fire joke. Well, yeah, and you know exactly what I was talking about. Yeah, but I put that on the other day because I'm a huge John Candy fan, and Richard Pryor is one of the greatest stand-ups of all time. Yeah, It's terrible. What? It is terrible. You're you terrible. You're geniuses. terrible for saying this. No, it's, it's two comedic geniuses in a movie, and it's boring and not funny. The beginning baseball scene lasts 10 minutes too long. Oh, man. You find new way, you, you find new ways. When was to the hurt last time me. you watched it? What? When was the last time you watched it? A couple three years ago. How long? A couple or three years ago. A couple of okay. We'll rewatch it and then we can talk because it's pretty bad. I love it. You can't make me not like Brewster's Millions. You're just saying that because there's an African American in it. Okay, I know your agenda. Uh Let's talk about the shit film you made. <laughs> See well, now thank I'm you for be, such an introduction. Now, now I'm I want to hear what you think. You tell me. Now I'm going to be mean about it. Uh, be mean. So it was made in one night in four hours. I know. I've read. I've read that. So uh, I didn't know you could read. for those of you who don't know, uh, the, uh, the hackers Hamilton crew himself. Nope. Wrong. I'm the only one from Hamilton, so your facts are already wrong. It's got nothing to do with being from Hamilton. You converge in Hamilton. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. That's not how you made it out. I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. This is Hamilton-centric. Yourself, Mm -hmm. Steve Steve Brown, Logan Savage, and, uh, and, and now, now... On film, proven child molester, Emmanuel Mello. Yep, yep. 
That's true. Got together to make yourselves a little, a little horror film there. Yeah, yeah buddy boy. the best short film of all time. I, I'm proud of you guys for getting together and doing it. Yeah. You can be involved in the next one. Okay. I'd like to be. When we, when we need an unfunny token black guy, we'll, we'll know exactly who to call. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I said that. Wow. This Go is... study your shit, Richard Pryor, okay? <sighs> Eat a dick. Uh, so tell us about the movie. The, the movie's called Little Lamb. Tell us about the movie. Okay, so the backstory to it's more interesting. So me, Logan Savage, Mello, and Steve have kind of been talking in a group chat for months now about just all these creative endeavors we want to do. Much like yourself, you're a creative person. That's why you draw comic books and have this podcast, promote wrestling shows. You do tons of stuff. Yeah. It's because we have a creative outlet we have to kind of let loose. Yes. And we kept talking about just all these ideas for short films we had and us being adults with limited time. It's just, we always have these ideas and we never capitalize on them because you know, uh, life moves fast. So we made a, basically a, a promise, a blood oath. We all made out with each other and promised that <laughs> we, that we would start creating things. Yeah. So I wrote a screenplay for a different movie. I hate saying screenplay. I just don't know what else you call it. It's basically a synopsis for a different movie. Mm-hmm. And we, we're going to take it really serious, right? It's, gonna, it's not going to be a comedy like everyone's expecting. And as we wrote it, uh, Mello just sent us a video in the group chat of him, because he's, he's legitimately unemployed. And he just found this abandoned house, and he took us through like a tour of it for a video, and there was a piano in it. Yeah. An abandoned place with a piano, and... I, I was just like, we have to film in there, and I already have a great idea. So on my 30-minute lunch at work, I threw together this script about like this haunted piano, and we realized we should film as soon as we can because this, ha- this abandoned house could be claimed at any moment, and let's kind of let's make hay while the sun shines. So good, within good like phrase, two weeks, good phrase, right? Bro. That's the country boy. So within like two weeks, we went out and we did it with no budget, basically no prep, just a story. And we did it as, as a way of kind of, I don't know, knocking the rust off, getting everything ready for when we do a legitimate better movie. And so we filmed it all. Mel learned how to edit. That's the first thing he's ever edited. He taught himself and we released a movie on Friday, March 13th. Very good. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to uh, give a synopsis of the plot? A quick uh, elevator pitch for people. Um, I I almost prefer you to watch. It's only twelve minutes. I'm not asking for a lot of your time, but there's. Uh, I think when it starts, if you know any of us in it, we're not good actors, as the movie shows. <laughs> and it's very hard to take anything serious with us in it. And then at about the halfway point, something happens in it that kind of sets the tone. And then from there on out, I find, and from the feedback I'm getting from people, it's, you get into it a little more because we, we took it a certain way that people weren't expecting. And there's uh, visually something in it that's very unsettling. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it is unsettling. 
I, I I'll, right? I'll, I'll absolutely agree there. But basically, basically, uh, it's uh, three friends who are trying to salvage uh, the 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 remains of uh, of an abandoned house, and uh, they run into something that uh, uh, they weren't expecting. That's beautifully put. That's better than I could have planned for. There you go. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, there you go. A little lamb. And how can people find it online? Go uh, find it on YouTube. Type in little lamb. You'll have to search hard because there's a million things about little lamb shops <laughs> and the twinkle, twinkle little star has the exact same uh, melody as little lamb. So a lot of that shit comes up. But if you really want, if you want to find it quick, just type in sunset crypt. C-R-Y-P-T, as in Tales from the Crypt. It sounds like Sunset Flip. That's done on purpose. It's us mixing our love of professional wrestling. And as you type that in, go to sunsetflip.com and go on our website and read all about horror and toys and wrestling, just about everything. Very good. So, yes, the the channel on YouTube is Sunset Crypt. And uh, and you'll be able to find Little Lamb with uh, Hacker O'Shea and Logan Savage and Bone Crusher Steve Smith and Mister Mellow. That's it. Yeah. Very good. So what else do you want to talk about now that the important stuff's done? <laughs> How's uh, how is life in Hamilton right now? Is is shit closing down? Um. Honestly, I. I notice traffic is very low. Yeah. Uh, typically when I get home, I don't go out. So I couldn't tell you what's open and what's closed. But um, my uh, girlfriend works at Costco and she says that place has been a madhouse for weeks now. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but yeah, really, if you didn't know, if you didn't really have social media or a TV or radio, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really life as normal. So far, let's knock on wood about that. But well, yeah, the, there's nothing. Just before I called you, I was uh, looking at. There's an article on blogto.com, mm-hmm. and they, uh, you know, the 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 local free paper kind of thing as a website. They do a great job with all the holidays, saying you know what's open, what clo- what's closed today in in Toronto. So they have a list of. Uh, this is what's open and closed in Toronto right now is, is the actual full name of the article. So they, oh, wow. uh, um, uh, however, as Ford noted, this is not a provincial shutdown and that essential services will remain available to every individual and family. Currently the following businesses, facilities, and services are still open during this time. Grocery stores, convenience stores, pharmacies, some bank branches, the TTC, the Go Train and the Up Express with reduced schedule. The LCBO in the beer store. So get your drink on. Damn right. Uh, restaurants offering delivery or takeout. There's no no eat-in at restaurants right now, I guess. Uh, malls have reduced hours, though I'm hearing places like the Eaton Center, individual stores are closing. Like the... Mm-hmm. Um, Every Apple store outside of mainland China apparently was closed a few days ago and it's going to last until March 27th. Today they announced it's going to be indefinite. 
Oh wow! So uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I was uh, I was at um, Saturday afternoon. I went up to Fairview Mall, and it's like it's mostly a ghost town. There were still people, but compared to the traffic you'd expect for a, a late Saturday afternoon, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, the Apple Store was uh, locked up tight. Wow. Yeah. So if you if you bust up your phone or your laptop or iPad, you're just out of luck for now. Yeah, you well, unless you can find some little kiosk somewhere that can do it. That's true. Then uh yeah, don't uh be careful. Be careful with your iPhone between now and uh the return of civilization. Um what does it say here? Uh construction sites, office buildings, manufacturing plants, factories and some wedding and funeral parlors remain open. <laughs> <laughs> I had heard that... Uh, People never stop dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Actual death or the death of the soul, which would be the wedding. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, don't Tell worry. We'll get, we'll, I'm just I'm hoping to bring it back around to that for you in a second. <laughs> uh, but it's got to be a small wedding because they're, they're, they're saying... Uh, no public events of 50 people or more until at least March 31st. Yeah. Um, the announcement also came with an updated list on which facilities and services are now temporarily shut down. These include all community centers and facilities providing recreational programs. So your kids just got off two weeks of spring break. Their school is closed. And now you can't shuffle them off to the community center either. Uh, all public libraries, all public and private schools, as defined in the Education Act, all licensed daycares and child care centers, all bars, nightclubs, cafes, and restaurants not offering takeout or delivery, all theaters, cinemas, and concert venues. Like, holy shit, man. That's quite... Uh, so... I know you didn't go to work today. Have you been outside at all, or even yesterday? Yesterday, yes. I needed club soda for my vodka Soderberg. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's I took right. A, I, I took that, I took a course. visit to my favorite my favorite town, vodka Soderberg. Uh, now walking walking around the city, did you notice a difference? If you, if you weren't smart enough to know about the if you were Jared Leto right now, would you notice <laughs> something was up? Yeah, I would. I because yeah. I came out of uh, I had an MRI. Monday morning, and uh, my MRI was 7.45, okay? Wow. So, uh, of course, they're, you know, that's the kind of thing that's always running behind. So, uh, I got out of there, I want to say 9.30, and uh, maybe quarter to 10. Yeah, 9.30, 9.30. And... Uh, walked over from Toronto General walked over to Young and Dundas and uh Ghost Town man Ghost Town really wow yeah and it's eerie it's very eerie um it it felt like it felt like you know the last survivors <laughs> coming out to to kind of stumble around um for sure yeah, so the city is, and, and you know, people are posting. I think at this point it's going to be either one of two extremes. You're going to see 
you're going to see very few people. Or if something jams up the works, you're going to see a lot of people. Like, I'm, I'm sure that there's probably, regardless of whether or not uh, the train would be packed, you're, you're going you're gonna to eventually see some problem on the TTC that you end up getting one train that gets, you know, rush hour packed and everybody is just panicking because they're too close to each other. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I have to go downtown tomorrow to pick up my paycheck. You Uh, don't get direct deposit. No, you don't. Living in the thirties. Hey, man. Hey, I don't. I don't. I don't run the club. Jesus. But no, we don't have direct deposit. So all your club shut down. What an ass. Do they have electricity in this fucking establishment either? Uh, yeah. Uh, we don't fire dancers. We send them to the basement where they, they turn the giant wheel. <laughs> before, the, before they hit the stage, they got to make sure all the candles are still lit. <laughs> Listen, I've heard of worse, man. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've, I, I know of, like, during the, during the great North American blackout about 15 years ago, I, I heard yeah. stories about clubs that still operated with candles and battery-operated boom boxes. It's actually, as funny, as ridiculous as that sounds, it's actually smart. How is it smart? I want to hear this logic. I, I think that's awesome. It's a blackout. Nothing is happening. And you hear the local strip club is still working, or not working, but still making things work. Yeah, I would 100% go just for the... Uh, ridiculousness of it all <laughs> uh well hey that's why the that's why the smackdown ratings were up last friday the ridiculousness of a, a two-hour live broadcast from an empty arena that's it yeah i didn't watch raw last night but i heard there was only one actual match and everything else was recap yeah it was terrible yeah that is bad but they, i understand they like kudos to them for plowing along honestly yeah it's really easy to jump on them right now but they're producing something oh, nobody no, else is no. doing I think it's great that they're still produ- they found a way through to produce content. Yep. And I'm sure that Raw might have might have had something to do with people having an option and you know you you take what you get what you can get as far as how much actual program you can put out there. But um if you're still going to have the Undertaker come in and you're still going to have Steve Austin come in, then it would be good if you could find some way to get more than one match and yes i agree um they replayed the entire men's royal rumble is that what they did yeah jeez uh i think that i think that a big mistake was uh leaving that show as as a three-hour show last night if they could have, they should have, they should have taught, there, there should have been some way for them to make a deal with USA to trim it down to two hours. Or at least advertise, hey, the first hour or the last hour, whatever, we're going to show you the entirety men's rumble. Like yeah. they used to do with like the war zone yeah. type deal. Yeah. Something like that. Just kind of. I don't want to say bait and switch because they are still doing a good thing of producing and giving people a show. Yeah. But yeah, I turned on SmackDown quickly just to see how ridiculous it was. 
and we were, we watched the entire elimination chamber. And I'm just like, geez, come on, guys. Yeah. I mean, it's smart for them so that, you know, you listen, you got a two-hour show. You're, you're, you're only producing, you know, that's an hour and a half of programming you have to produce. Mm-hmm. 90 minutes of live programming you have to produce. And if you can show the Elimination Chamber match, you can cut that down by a third right there and put yeah, out a couple absolutely. of matches. But uh, Raw last night Raw last night didn't live up to even the standard of uh, Empty Arena SmackDown. And it was this one. I, I th- Jerry Lawler uh, said Stone Cold Steve Austin so excitedly so many times at the beginning of the show <laughs> that I thought he was I thought he was trying to uh fucking conjure the candy man. <laughs> he just kept saying it. He says, ah, it's so cool, Steve Austin Day. It was it was it was it's, it's it, it was the well, you re- the fervor you of really, puppies. You really realize how dependent professional wrestling is on a live audience when there isn't one anymore oh my god yeah like austin's entire act his entire walkout is interacting with the crowds even subtle things right but i haven't watched it but i can only imagine when he he comes out to nobody like he's jaw jacking to the fans and stuff he's talking to his opponent whatnot he's always kind of involving the audience in so many ways and then you walk out to nobody man and and then you're not feeding off any energy, which is a real thing. Yeah, he he still when he got into the ring, he still did the arms up in each of, of the four corners. That is kind of funny. That that's hilarious. But to, uh, he only spoke to one cameraman. I watched that and I thought to myself, if there was a cameraman in each corner, <laughs> and he he addressed each of the cameramen at least, that He's would rotate, be yeah. But uh, and then he did he did bad comedy with Byron. Yeah, Saxton. I heard I heard it was very bad actually, which is surprising. But it was it was terrible. <laughs> now, what are your thoughts on because WrestleMania got announced to be at the Performance Center as well, which is absolutely insane. But I am more excited for this Mania now than possibly anyone ever. Yep. What is your I like? If I was WWE right now, I'd be filming every Raw and SmackDown, getting that out of the way. Yeah. And there's not even really anybody there to leak it unless somebody in company does. Yeah. And then I would set up the WrestleMania set however they're going to do it, make it WrestleMania ready, and then starting, I don't know, this Monday, I'd be going through all the matches and having almost perfect matches. Yeah. You can film them and edit them because one of the things that I think would be smart of them to do uh, to do this way is to uh, edit the sound so that we don't hear John Cena calling spots, so that we yeah, don't yeah. hear Seth Rollins calling spots. Um, here's a story. Here's a, here's a story for you that you're, you're just going to love this. I'm not going to name the particular guy because that would name be, him. I'll tell you later. Um, so, uh, there's a charity show, uh, in, uh, Homewood, Pennsylvania, near Pittsburgh. It's part of Pittsburgh every year for the, uh, the school of the deaf. And (laughs) this one particular time, okay, I think I can name the person. 
I will name the person. Maybe I name haven't tried. Uh, it was it was Metal Maniac. Have you ever heard the name heard Metal Maniac? Yes, absolutely. I have. I think I even played with a, played him in EWR at one point. That's crazy. I couldn't put a face to the name though. He Metal Maniac was Jimmy Snuka's handler for a lot of years. Okay. Okay. So he's in this match and uh, he, you know, he's he's been told it's the. Pennsylvania School of the Deaf. So he's calling spots out loud. Hilarious. And a buddy of mine from the back of the room at the top of his lungs yells out, Hey, we're not all fucking deaf, you moron. (laughs) At which point the match just like stops and, (laughs) and the death stare is given. And then they go back to the match. Uh, that is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so to avoid giving Matthew from Botchamania a ton, a ton <laughs> of new footage, absolutely film two matches a night on your, you know, well, I mean, you can do it. You can do it all week long. Yeah, right? you can start right now. You've got you've got Raw on Monday, then you got Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, I, I guess they're still doing NXT, but you've got all these nights where if it's going to be, if the if your arena is going to be set up, all you're doing is changing the stage a little, and changing yep. changing the color of the spotlight on the seats, and you can you can you could bang out WrestleMania in a week, two matches a night, whatever, and. Yep fine-tune that editing mm. you could you or could, even just have them redo matches if it just doesn't go well yeah just do a take two absolutely absolutely um the other suggestion like, i think the stand the work rate standards now should be higher than usual because of that yeah i understand they're probably going to try to do it live yeah. but still like if Undertaker comes out and just shits, the, I won't even say Undertaker. That's disrespectful. If Goldberg comes out and has another <laughs> Undertaker style performance, like he did in Saudi Arabia, yeah, it should just be all right. Get a drink, take a breather. We're going to redo this in an hour. Yep. Yep. Call cut. You want to take another shot at that? Exactly. Yeah. What and the then f- I also heard. I read on Reddit a fun little idea of. Since basically they can make their own rules with it this year because mm-hmm. there's no fans and there's 48 matches, make it a two-night thing. Yeah. You know, like. Well, I, I, I don't know how they're going to handle things. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I had um, uh, last week the first rumor that I had heard was that it might get moved till June. Mm-hmm. And then uh, when the thought of moving at the same time, I had heard that, you know, SmackDown was going to get moved uh, to uh, to Orlando. And I had thought originally that it was going to get moved to uh, full sale. Yeah. Okay. But um, that was a that was a mistake on my part. I was actually told the PC and. But I I interpreted that as as the NXT arena at full sale because 
how the fuck are they going to do anything at the PC? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they, and then like the very next night they did for NXT. Um, and to their credit, as small as it is, they have it looking phenomenal. Oh my god! What indie promotion in North America wouldn't kill themselves to have that good looking a setup just for their shows? Yeah, it's, it's literally beautiful. like WWE production, obviously, in like a studio wrestling atmosphere. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I. You know who I feel bad for is all the kids at the PC because, <laughs> because they're the schmucks who had to oh, do yeah, that they're- setup. They're, they're the schmucks who had to take down seven rings. Yeah. I mean... No Ariana Grande jokes, please, but the PC normally, that space is seven wrestling rings spread out for training. Yeah. And and all those rings, all the equipment had to come down and be moved to, I guess, to the warehouse section, the you know, and and put put all that together. I'm sure that the road crew put that together, but clearing out that space you know for a fucking fact it was pay your dues time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And a lot of those guys haven't really on the indie level. I'm sure they have in the whatever way WWE makes them, but like that, it's good. That's good practice. Plus, yeah. they're going to get to spend all of WrestleMania, not even up until now, until WrestleMania, hanging out with guys that they typically never get to see, never get to meet. Yeah. That, well, that's, like, that, that's the other thing. Um, I don't think WrestleMania necessarily has to be empty arena i think and here's i'm 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 writing this in my head as i'm saying it what if during if they go live with it what if during the live show you just get guys trickling out into the seats so that with each progressive match there's more and more people Kids from the PC, and they, they come and they sit down, and you go, oh, hey, look, that's Mansoor, or that's, uh, you know, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, that's Adam saying. Cole, right? And and then as we build to the main event, you get it's that filled. full, you get the, a full audience of, of wrestlers. That is cool. And, like, WWE has essentially an unlimited bank account. It seems like. I know it's, I'm wrong, but... Well, hey, they got, they, a bil- they got a billion dollars, right? So Yeah. Could they not afford to buy a bunch of tests? I don't know how much they are in the state. Buy tests for everybody that will be in that arena. Everybody that uh, has a clear test, they're obviously allowed in. Yeah. And then fill it with the 200 people you can, even if they're just wrestlers and staff. And then pay the $25,000 fine. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I, I well I'm sure, listen uh, simply I'm as sure a, there's a team thinking yeah sim- simply as a matter of being a quote unquote professional sport right Nudge. yeah uh they should they should have uh the same capacity facility to get their hands on those tests and test everybody at the PC anyways the way mm-hmm. that listen, they found out that a guy from the Utah Jazz 
uh, was ill. They tested. Yeah, they tested every member of the Jazz. They tested every member of the Raptors. You know, like there was very quickly league wide testing for the in the NBA. So yeah, the the WWE should be able to do that and should be able to do that. Uh, you know, uh, very quickly and very efficiently. You would think. Mm-hmm. So I think, I, I don't think there's any reason that they couldn't uh hate do you want to be here on Saturday? Can you be here? Do you want to be here uh, on on Sunday I should mean? Well then come in Friday evening to the PC or Saturday morning to the PC. I don't know how long the tests take to uh to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Like once you're tested, how long does the results take? I think it's overnight. But um Come, we're going to stick a gigantic fucking testing strip up your nose, touch the bottom side of your brain, and if you <laughs> and if you test negative, hey, come come be the uh, WrestleMania audience. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they did that for Halftime Heat last year when the NXT guys had their six-man or whatever. Yeah. It was basically, uh, I heard, it was essentially a friends and family crowd. Because yeah. everybody else is busy watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? And it was awesome. And those people, it's just like, they're obligated to make noise. So if it's a 12-hour show like it has been, right? Like, you're there for a job. Yeah. There's no... I'm sure there's still be, there will still be burnout, but you fight through it. Yeah. And I think it's, it, it's already going to go down in history as the weirdest WrestleMania, but it could be the best WrestleMania as well. It Who really knows? could. It's exciting. It really could. It really. Yeah, I read something could. today. Dave Meltzer said on his uh, report that because everybody was under the assumption, like the last week, that it's going to get moved to like June or possibly make SummerSlam weekend the new WrestleMania weekend this year or something. And the reason Vince decided no, we're going to do it in front of no fans, and I'm sure he's taking a huge loss, right? Of course, he has to be. Oh my God, yes. But the reason he did that supposedly is out of fear that like. Who knows if we can continue having shows at all? Like, yeah. what if we can't do anything till November? What if this gets worse? And literally, we can't do anything, and this is the last show. It's like, yeah, when you put it like that, it makes a lot of sense. Just get it out there. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, like, they, have, they have commitments to themselves and to their performers and to their, to their storylines. Uh, they, have, they, they have commitments to to their audience and if if they can manage it then uh then by all means i can see them wanting to do it yeah so and like it's easy to rag on wwe how these past couple of years i have i think everybody's had their grievances with them but like kudos to them for just going forward they know people really look forward to wrestlemania it's their main thing and just like Literally, not even a global pandemic is going to stop them from producing a show that we can all enjoy. It's just for us. Yeah. Yeah. No, I Crazy. listen. I, I, I like the fact that um, they've released their employees. If you want to go, go home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to we're going to see, you know, what's left and who's left and 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 put on this event i but i i also think for safety's sake it would be much much smarter for them to um 
to film two matches a night for the next week or so or film a match a night. Like, yeah, film one match a night each night for the next couple of weeks. They got a, they got a couple of weeks, right? Yep. And yep. and concentrate on that match and uh and like I mean just it it, it treat it like the treat it like the fucking Mandalorian. Just just <laughs> you've got that studio, just create the best single episodes you can and then put no, them, I agree. put them together. Um which reminds me I saw I saw a, a I, I knew how they did it but I saw a longer featurette on the uh the creation of the Mandalorian. Uh did you watch any of the Mandalorian at all? Um I got a couple episodes in during I think it was the Christmas break. Yeah. Uh but I was playing a video game at the same time. I was kind of just doing both. Yeah. And I was really enjoying Ma- the Mandalorian and then I decided I'll stop watching it cuz it deserves my full attention. Yeah. And I never went back to it for no reason. Oh, you absolutely I have should. I do it. I really liked it. You absolutely should. Here's the thing. All those outdoor scenes are filmed indoors. It's not a green All of them? It's not a green screen. It's wow. not uh, what it it's it's uh it's a projection. It's a uh, it's an LED, sorry. It's an LED like surround sound screen. If you if you if find one of the featurettes, it's a curved uh LED screen. That uh, like it's almost like, like they're performing with uh, an IMAX rear projection almost. Yeah, well, that's an, that's incredible. And the screen reacts to uh, camera movement and and uh, and positioning of actors, so that uh, the image, like the images, are fully CGI rendered. Wow, in three D, so. Uh, you can change the perspective of the background. That's unbelievable. Where'd you see this? Is it on Disney Plus, or what did you find on YouTube? Uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll shoot you a link on YouTube. I'll put it in the show description uh, as well, so that people can see it. It is it's fascinating. The, like uh, this is the second vignette I've seen of this. The first time I saw uh, like a picture of it and then saw it online, it blew my mind. Because all I could think was, uh, like watching the show, all I could think was, "Wow, kudos to the fucking location scouts for this." No kidding, yeah. And the uh, and the scene I'm thinking of is the the start of the. Uh, I want to say the third episode. Um, the Bill Burr episode. No, that's the seventh episode. Oh shit! It's the seventh. Fuck. Yeah the the one I'm ta- the one I'm thinking of is where he's found the child and they're walking through the canyon and they get attacked. Oh, and the crib's following them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's all rear projection shit with some uh, some actual like uh, rocks and stuff on the stage, but to see wow. to see the separation of the two is it's fucking mind blowing my friend so i think i almost enjoy how movies are made more than movies sometimes i love just like pro wrestling all the smoke and mirrors yeah what like that shit with movies oh my god it is fascinating well i the last time i went to see a wwe show was uh uh smackdown i want to say it was smackdown 
no, no. The last show I went to see was uh, NXT. It was uh, it was Takeover here in Toronto. Uh, um, took uh, took good friend Paul, and uh, <laughs> I love co- I love that I can get to co op that name for for my buddy Paul. Uh, good friend Paul. Yeah, my good friend Paul, my best friend Paul. Um, and the same as you know the the time before and the time before that uh, when they come to town here is I am fascinated watching the the machinations of the uh, television production itself. Um, yeah. uh, my my boy always gets us tickets in like the same general area and i just like we were this time we were literally two rows behind the production suite and the the production row and watching them moving cameras in and out and uh you know all the shit going on behind the scenes was just fucking amazing the time before that (laughs) was I think it was a Monday night. It was either a Monday night raw or SmackDown, one of the two and getting to see, you know, the changes of the stage. It's like, well, we gotta, this guy's got to come up from underneath the stage on his riser. And it's as fucking fascinating. And I could, I could spend the whole two or three hours sitting there watching the, uh, the production side of things and barely even looking at the ring. Absolutely. Just yeah. the fact that, like, if a speck of blood gets on that canvas, the yeah. next commercial break, that canvas is off, and there's 14 other canvases beneath it, just in case it happens 14 more times. Yeah. And you don't even know it happened. Yeah. That's, I, uh, where was, oh, um, oh, I'm not allowed to talk about that yet. Shit. You I can't was, say that on a podcast. Yeah. You have to talk about it now. You should have said I forget. I was uh, <laughs> I was filming a thing the other day, and it involved a ring, and um, uh, production people getting in and out of the ring, or like you know the director getting in and out of the ring to say, "Well, this is what we want," blah blah blah, and like not wiping their feet on the ring apron. Uh, and I just I before we started a take, I and the guy I was with, we just we started kicking footprints out of the ring, right? <laughs> we started smudging <laughs> over footprints, and it was just like it was like, man, you know, thanks for this opportunity, but come the fuck on here, <laughs> you're, you're tracking now, mud, you're tracking mud into church. Now, um, please don't speculate. If I was to speculate, uh, don't speculate. I don't. I, I, I'm try. I'd like to keep this. Why am I um, getting who, another call? Who? Uh, here, let's let's play a quick game. Just just quick game. Okay. Um, if you were to be, uh, if you were to dress up as one wrestler <laughs> right now, who do you think that wrestler would be? And we could just leave it at that. Um. All I'm going to say is that um, uh, if I were to dress up as a wrestler, uh, I would apologize to that wrestler <laughs> because not only am I older than him, 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm just gonna. I'm not. I'm just gonna say that. I'm just gonna say that I apologize for uh, portraying. If I if I did something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're speaking. Yeah, we're speaking in figuratively. You know, figura- figu- you. figuratively. Wouldn't it be weird if I were a year older than 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 the than the real life person I was portraying, and we were portraying uh, stuff from like twenty years ago? <laughs> you see what I? You're gonna tell me off air because now I'm curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will say because I uh, because it didn't work out for me. I was contacted by a make believe company. Yeah. Uh, for two things. I, I believe one was for um, a certain, uh, how do I say this? Uh, I was contacted by a company mm-hmm. and um, as uh, B. Brian Blair. Okay. And then, which isn't so bad, right? I do that one, no problem. Hey, hey no problem. But then I was also contacted to um, try out for one of the greatest of all time, and that would be Owen Hart. <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk after the recording. Yeah. Okay. Fuck it. I'll say it. I don't give a shit. But yeah. Yeah. I, you, I, I was never able to go out to the uh, uh, casting. But uh, yeah, I was contacted for those two for a make believe company in somewhere. I'm not sure where. Yeah. I, I, know. So I can't wait to hear how you uh, portrayed. <laughs> Don't make me edit this fucking thing. Was it? Shut up. <laughs> was, I just went with a black guy. <laughs> you know, now I have to edit this. I know. Okay, okay. 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 We're going to edit now. Okay. I can't believe they made you try out for Elix Skipper. <laughs> <laughs> You're you're such an asshole. <laughs> I didn't think I was right. I honestly had no intel. It was just a, it was it was a line of black guys, and the audition was can you uh, can you walk across this tippy toe across this fence <laughs> and hit a hurricane rana? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. When I think of uh, tightrope walking and hurricane ranas, Anthony Kingdom James who comes to my mind. Absolutely. I am uh if 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 anybody knows me, I'm the most nimble big man on the independent scene. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everything everything Keith Lee does is all <laughs> stuff I got bored of years ago. That's funny. I don't I don't want I just I cartwheel down the street on a daily basis. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're a fucking what a That's hilarious. Dick. I can't believe I, I maybe nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, apologies to that dude. Anyways. Um, so, okay. Let's, uh, before we wrap this up, uh, all this coronavirus nonsense and uh, the canceling of weddings, your wedding. Oh. Your wedding. Oh. What's going on, baby boy? Oh my God, my household right now is like a war zone at times. Holy moly. Are you just doing whatever she says right now? Well, that was essentially all I was ever doing. Yeah, but right? I mean, uh, I mean now. Like, I mean, there's not even a joke of you having input, is there? It's just do this. 
I actually, yesterday in this hot tub, we actually came up with the idea of, I believe, what we're going to do now. And uh, dare I say, it was all my idea, but we have gone through many ideas. For those that don't know, uh, we were supposed to get married in Vegas. I was supposed to fly out WrestleMania Sunday, and we were going to get married the following Thursday. And uh, the... My birthday, by the way. Just... Just so uh, it would give people enough time to fly in that were coming, everybody could enjoy Vegas, kind of have their holiday, and then we were just going to ask for a couple hours of everybody's time on Thursday. We do the deed, uh, and then it was it was essentially everybody go back to vacation. We wanted it to make we want, our thing was we want to make it as non intrusive as possible. Yeah. So we just wanted to squeeze it in quickly. And uh, with this pandemic happening, uh, it has canceled it. And I've been following it for probably about two weeks ago. I've been following it longer than that. Is when it was getting more serious, but it was still nothing to it, right? Uh, well, this time last week, we actually went to her dad's house for her brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time on the drive I said, hey, just so you know, there's a real possibility now this isn't going to happen, right? Like, I don't know how this is going to evolve, but this is getting serious by the minute. So who knows what could happen? And that was kind of the first time I clued her in on, hey, our dream wedding may not be happening. Yeah. And then she wasn't happy to hear that. And just as the days rolled on, uh, it got more and more obvious. And she admitted, she said, I'm going to expect to go until we're literally told by the airline or something that we are not able to go. She said, I've been looking forward to this for so long. So it was, uh, this was it Saturday, Friday or Saturday. She had uh, two, she works at Costco full time, but she also helps out at the tanning salon mm-hmm. down the street from us. So, uh, I had been following the news and it was starting to get really bad. Not nearly as bad as it is today. And uh, she came home from work. She only had an hour in between shifts, and I was sitting on the couch. And that's when I just said, hey, I hate to do this, but I'm calling it right now. Like, there's not a chance we can go to Vegas. Yeah. And then she had to go to work 10 minutes later, essentially, and kind of digest all this. So that didn't go well at all. And then... uh, she started giving me the gears of going like, you son of a bitch, if you would have proposed four years ago, this wouldn't have been a big deal because it, it's always my fault is what I've learned. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, so how long did you have to stand there and just take it in the pants before you could actually have a discussion? Honestly, it wasn't even that day because I think she was in shock. It was, so the next, so that was Friday. Saturday, to celebrate the same brother's birthday. Her parents are divorced. We were going to have a party at her mom's house. Mm-hmm. And so she came home Friday night, and that's when I had all the guys over, and we had a podcast and whatnot. So we didn't get a chance to talk about it. She wakes up early to go to work on Saturday. I meet her at her mom's house. We're all around the table, and news hasn't broke publicly yet that we're canceling us. And we're around the dinner table, and I believe her brother's girlfriend who's coming starts asking questions and then all of a sudden we get the breakdown in front of everybody and she's like we haven't even had a chance to talk about it like i think it's canceled 
we're not getting married. So I had to do damage control there. Be like, no, 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 no. I was joking. Just trying to make you laugh. Blah, 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 blah. But, uh, yeah, it's been a rough couple of days. Yeah. But at least now with, like, because uh, fortunately, or maybe unfortunately, uh, we didn't invite anybody. We basically invited everyone. We said, if you want to come to Vegas, like you're more than welcome, but we didn't invite anyone because we didn't want anyone to feel obligated. Cause I'll be honest. I wouldn't go to a wedding in Vegas if I was invited. I'm not a vacation guy. Uh, it's just, I, it's me speaking honestly. Yeah. And we had a ton of people coming like way more than I expected. Yeah. So we had to break the news to everybody. I believe it was Saturday night. It's when we got home that night is when I opened the group chat and let everyone know, Hey, uh, this dream of ours of us all going to Vegas as friends and having a wedding in between, it's not going to happen. And then on Monday morning, yesterday morning, um, we actually got news that Vegas, like 90% of Vegas casinos and stuff are closed. So we made the right call obviously, but now we're in panic mode because she is now, she goes, I don't care what's happening. I want to marry you that week regardless. I just want to get this over with. She's so heartbroken and whatnot. So now we're Listen, trying hold to on. plan a Wait, wedding. I got to stop you right there for a second. Feel free. Yeah. Now, I have expressed surprise or shock <laughs> or uh, confusion <laughs> in the past over the fact that this beautiful young woman is interested in you. Thanks, man. Much less... Yeah, you know, go fuck yourself for the way you treated me at the beginning of the show. <laughs> but but the fact that she is so uh, just fevered about it. Are you pregnant? I don't mean you, <laughs> plural you. I mean you, Kurt. Are you... Pre- Did she knock you up? And she's trying to she's trying to keep the baby from being born a bastard. Hey man, like, I'm, I mean, a, I'm it's, a catch, okay? I don't know how, but are you? Hold on, wait, wait. Is it possible that you're dying and she hasn't <laughs> told you yet? <laughs> that could be that she just gets a paid off house as soon as I die. Yeah, that or or or. Is it possible that this is some kind of Brewster's Millions thing? <laughs> where <laughs> Bring it right back. Does she have to be married to the man with the lowest IQ she can find <laughs> to win some kind of a bet? I honestly, if it turns out that the minute we get married, I see the real her. <laughs> And she just inherits this money. I won't even be mad for a second. Oh my god! Would not? Wouldn't it be amazing if Scooby Doo style? As soon as the I do's are done, she pulls off her mask, and it's mellow. <laughs> I noticed your clip was a little big. Not too big, but <laughs> not too big, but big and smoky. Yeah, yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. You're not big on the landscaping down there either. I thought that was strange, but... Are you a... Uh, okay, side note. Are you a landscaper? Oh, huge. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah. Like, I did some, uh, my, I... But my generation is... Uh, 
like the Brazilians came in and just took over. I've never known any, I've never been with anybody that wasn't. Yeah. I've always been like, well, no, I, I, I hey, listen, listen, I landscaped on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. You got it. Yeah. It gives you an extra inch too. One foot up on the tub. <laughs> That's a visual. Give us a link to that picture in the description as well. Oh, yeah, man. Just standing there, Captain Morganing and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, just whacking away with a black and decker. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that bench grinder going out of those cubes. Click, clear this thick underbrush. Uh... <laughs> but, like, you grew up in a time when that wasn't a thing. Uh, no, because, uh, well, here's the thing, uh, because of wrestling, hanging out with people slightly younger than me, uh, uh, here's the catchphrase for my show is, I've probably told this on the show before, but, uh, I remember being at, um, um, Insane Championship Wrestling in Detroit, probably 97, sharing a, uh, sharing a locker room with a bunch of the Toronto boys and, uh, having, uh, having Edge, having Adam Copeland turn to me as I'm getting changed, pointing at my junk and going, does your woman let you walk around like that? Shave your <laughs> shit. <laughs> and and my response was, I, I usually do. It's just, It's been a while. Yeah, of course, yeah. And just getting shamed. Just getting absolutely yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, shamed. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so that was, that was like, you know, almost 25 years ago so yes yeah i you know it, it when i got a big performance coming up i i you know i i zamboni <laughs> i just i just can't like even if i don't like get performances i've always st- like i shave my legs because i used to wear a singlet for years yeah i wear a full body suit and i still shave everything waist down I, I shaved my uh, I sh- I had to shave my beard and uh, uh, for that thing that I can't uh, fully describe and um, hour and twelve minutes I have to edit <sighs> asshole um, the three listeners include include Shane Holden Albright and Space Monkey aren't going to reveal this to anyone don't worry anyways uh, <laughs> um. So I'm standing there looking at myself in the mirror and thinking, nobody wants to look at that fucking thing, buddy. And, re- and then you shaved it and you still had that thought. <sighs> Two, three, four. Okay. Uh, but I'm looking at myself in the mirror and I thought, well, might as well get this over with too and shaved my shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sh- shaved all the way from elbow to collarbone had to shave the whole thing and trim the chest a little. Uh, but uh, uh, here's another part of the apology I have to make to that unnamed person is um, uh, they did not, they let me keep a little bit of the goatee, but they didn't mm-hmm. dye it black. Because there's a they lot of gray. No, there's a lot of gray hair hair in my beard, right? So I guess mm-hmm. I guess in you know it, I guess they know what they're doing. In the lighting, it won't matter. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's typically a lot of behind shots as well, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, that you won't necessarily see my face very much. Which, yeah. which 
I, you know, when I don't have a beard, I apologize for people who have to look directly into this <laughs> fucking mesh of gas anyways. So, uh, so, so what, what is the new plan for the wedding then? So I think, uh, yet again, we got in a huge fight about this hours ago. Oh my God. Just because I, uh, like, so we came up with the plan yesterday. I'll get into that. But I did say like, we are still in the midst giant issue called the coronavirus. So, uh, it's going to be an incredible wedding, less than 50, but, um, if it gets worse. Ask people to come up. Hey, 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 hey. I don't know what you're doing, but you're starting to cut out on me a little. Am I? I haven't changed it. Oh, okay. Well, Better? that's weird. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. So so less than 50 people. Less than 50 people, but still, there's that issue of, like, if shit really starts to hit the fan, we can't ask people to come into any kind of gathering. It's irresponsible. It's selfish. We can't do it. So I just let her know, like, hey, even though we kind of have a plan set right now, there is still a chance we'll have to postpone, and that became a huge issue just because uh, she wasn't mad, but she was absolutely furious just at the thought, like, nothing, there's a possibility nothing is just really working out. Yeah. Because she's already, like, she's heartbroken. But yeah. The plan now is uh, we're actually going to have a small ceremony in our living room. Right. Uh, we're just going to have, uh, like, direct family, mm-hmm. parents, may, uh, her grandparents, if they decide to come, the minister, a witness or two. It's going to be very small. Uh, have that, and then, um, yeah, kind of entertain, have a small reception here. Very, very low-key, which is kind of our thing anyways. She's never wanted a big wedding. Yeah. And then we're going to transition to my brother's house, to your house. And that's all the friends will come over. Basically, everybody's going to Vegas. And uh, we're going to set up just like kind of a a bunk. We got a big Las Vegas backdrop. We got some things. My parents' slot machine will have that there. And kind of try to bring Vegas to us and then have a reception with all the young people. And uh, leave the old people and possibly our parents here just so there's no cross-contamination and nobody has to worry that they're going to die. Okay, so you're leaving the old people behind and going with the young people to your brothers. Now, yeah, we're going to spend a couple hours here. It's not going to be ceremony, five-minute ceremony. Yeah, it's yeah, just I, spend- I, don't know, I don't know which house I'm invited to now. <laughs> I should tell you what church and just we never show up. <laughs> now, I guess... One of the biggest disappointments has to be that you're not having a stag and doe because yeah, we're against them. Yeah, well, you're against them, but what's Eric Kearney going to do? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, we could have four weddings paid off just from that idiot playing Tooney Top. <laughs> I'm so glad you knew what I was yeah. saying. I'm so because I've seen it twice, <laughs> and he is like, I want to get married. Just to invite Eric to the stag and doe, you'll do well. Don't even have a mar- don't even actually have a wedding planned. Just plan a stag and doe and make him think you're getting married. Yeah, and then just pocket it all. All I all I need is one uh, god awfully big bottle of booze that I could borrow from work. <laughs> it doesn't even need to be booze. You just need the bottle and fill it up with something that looks the same. <laughs> 
God bless you, Easy E. We love you, brother. Yeah, um, that was our whole thing. We just didn't want to. We we wanted to do something completely different from the average wedding. Yeah, uh, we we didn't want to do a thing. Though we actually ended up having an engagement party. We didn't want it, but uh, her parents kind of set it up for us. Yeah, and now looking back, it was absolutely beautiful, and uh, it was outdoors in the summer. It was amazing, and now we're kicking ourselves for not getting married right then and there. But hindsight. Yeah. Well, I mean, some of this, uh, you know, the, the, there's the old joke about, you know, this isn't about you, the groom, this is her day. And, yeah. and just the same, this isn't even about the two of you in some aspects, it's about your families, right? Yeah. Your families and especially her family, seeing, yeah. their, seeing their little girl get chained off to, you know, the zombie that dr frankenstein rebuilt out of dead bodies you're a monster like i mean come yeah, on let's face facts you're a monster every once in a while her dad will call me yeah oh god and i'm always thinking like oh i just always think in the back of my head is like is he saying he's not for this anymore because i i can see it he's having his come to jesus moment and he's like yeah i can't let this happen he's just sitting in an easy chair in a darkened room with the phone in one hand switching a lamp on and off with the other <laughs> playing with his shotgun inviting me over yeah he's just uh I, like what kind of stuff does he say when he calls you <laughs> uh honestly he's the greatest dude ever he'll just call if he hears like i had a plumbing issue and i had to fix something he'll just talk to me about it he's the best but i can't i'm always waiting for uh him to snap and kind of tell me how he really feels. <laughs> Hello, Curtis. It's your soon-to-be <laughs> step-father-in-law. I just want you to know that uh, if you hurt her, they'll never they find, they'll never find the you. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been the same asshole since the second they met me. I think like one of our first times I went to see her parents, it was for a giant Thanksgiving, and her parents family is very religious oh, oh and, really uh, oh yes and i've been getting less and less religious over the past few years what what are what, they did, what are they are they they protestant they catholic what are they christian i don't fucking know okay christian i i, I don't know like the are they the different s- fucking are they league. snake handlers do they <laughs> <laughs> do they, <laughs> they have some kind of a cult that you never are they uh <laughs> They're Dutch. Uh, they're tall Dutch. I'm sure that actually categorizes them in some kind of Dutch Dutch treats, Dutch doors, Dutch what? <laughs> what are they? Dutch cheap bastards. I can't remember something like that. <laughs> Dutch masters. But yeah, we went over to the house for Thanksgiving, and uh, right before we eat, we say a prayer. No big deal. Oh. And they go, "Okay, let's go around the table and say three things we're thankful for." And everyone's saying legitimate things, and then it gets to me, and I'm like, I'm thankful for Home Alone 1 and 2. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful for my truck not breaking my down on the way over here because I have a power steering leak. And, yeah, like, I just keep going off, and it didn't go over well the first year. Every year now, they know what to expect, so. <laughs> they know that their they're soon-to-be son-in-law is a fucking ruiner. Yeah, they've had almost a decade to tell me to hit the bricks, and they haven't, so it's on them now. Well, that's bad parenting on their part. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be. You're not responsible for that. At a certain point, (laughs) they have to stand up and protect their daughter. Oh, hilarious at the ceremony. If 
the minister goes like, does anybody have any reason? Yeah. And everybody stands up. (laughs) If, if somebody stood up at your wedding and had a reason why you shouldn't be married, what do you think the reason's going to be? Oh my God. It'd be a laundry list. (laughs) The fact, one of the first times I ever met her grandparents who are of course very uh, religious yeah, I pulled out my minister card that I bought online for forty dollars and said I'm a minister. Yeah, that didn't go over well. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna be somebody's father someday. I know, and we're planning for that. That's the craziest thing. I'm gonna have another little me running around. Oh my god! I know. Does this not? Uh... You know, I see. And I don't even know what's worse, if it's a girl or a boy. Well, uh, well, let's be real. If it's a girl, we're going to have an abortion, like, like real men. So, wow, really? I was hoping you wouldn't say anything. We could just sit in that one for a while. No, no, no. We have to address the fact that you are legitimately a monster. <laughs> no, yeah, but for real, we wouldn't abort the girl. We'd abort the boy and the girl. I don't want you. <laughs> So how how far into the pregnancy does she have to keep it a secret from you? <laughs> oh, I'm pretty dumb. I'd probably just make a couple fat jokes. I probably still wouldn't be aware until I'm in the ER. <laughs> like, wait a minute. She's, she's grabbing a bag and she's you know, leaning, her shoulders are leaned way back as she tries to make her way into what, you know, down the basement stairs to get you. And it's like, come on, Kurt, we have to go. And you're just, yeah. you can't wait a half hour for a pizza. I'm fucking watching something, fatso. <laughs> that does sound like a daily conversation we have. That's not far from the truth. <laughs> well, I, I look forward to uh, married Kurt because I think it might settle you down and make you a responsible member of society. I almost, sorry. Uh, I, almost, chance about that. I almost choked. I l- almost literally choked saying the words. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Don't. Here, I listen. Uh, I'll, I'll just. You, you did, you did little lamb with mellow with Steve Brown and with Logan Savage, and only one of those guys is somebody that I would count on for parenting advice. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree fully, <laughs> and I'm happy you come to me for advice. <laughs> you don't have a really good peer group. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, listen, if you manage not to fuck up, you can at least get that score back to fifty fifty. <laughs> hey, that's a fucking truth. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, um, I will give you $20 Canadian if somewhere in your wedding vows you include the phrase, uh, my first wife. Oh, yeah. I told her before. It's like, you're going to make a great trophy wife, except you came in third place. That's like one of my go-to lines. Uh, I know she's going to divorce me. Yeah. 
just there's not a chance she's not. Just just let her know that let her know that that you love her with all your heart, and that every mistake you make will eventual that you're planning to learn from all of them, so that <laughs> you can make your next wife's life a thing of joy. <laughs> It was just a test run, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I, Curtis, do take you, uh, I want to say Jocelyn? Like, get her name wrong. (laughs) No, it's funny. Yeah. She actually doesn't want to do vows because she knows I won't take it serious. (laughs) That is a true conversation we had. She's met you. You're not just a yeah. mail order bride. If you let me, like, if you give me an audience, I'm going to do something I'm not supposed to. I know. <laughs> well, good luck to her. Good luck to both of you, but to her especially. That's uh, happened a lot. But, hey, uh, you know, like, like George and Super Chicken, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Roz. Anyways, let's wrap this shit up, motherfucker. Let's do it. All right. You go ahead with your social media shit. All right. Check me out. Uh, Keyboard Warrior SOS. If you're listening through my podcast, you know where to follow. Uh, at Hacker is my tool. Check out sunsetcrypt.crypt. Not at flip. It just sounds like that. C-R-Y-P-T dot com. Uh, you can get the link to a little land there, plus a ton of other shit. The link to this podcast will be up there as well. I, I plug some upcoming wrestling shows, but my next two weekends just got canceled. So I don't know <laughs> where I am next without looking at my phone. And who knows? We might all be dead by then. Uh, and uh, if you are listening to this via the uh, Wrestling With Myself feed, uh, you can find me online at Instagram, on Twitter, on Patreon, on YouTube, with the username my name is Kingdom, all one word. And uh, uh, if you go to uh, handsomegeniusclub.com, you'll find uh, links for uh, Stitcher, for Apple Podcasts, for Google Play, where you can subscribe, click the button and subscribe to this show and add it to the nonsense that you're already listening to from from this clown over here. I actually just, you know, I sadly, you know that thing where you take your thumb and you point to the person next to you? course i just did that sitting here alone i feel like steve austin at the fucking performance center i'm just i'm (laughs) trying to fire up the crowd of zero uh (laughs) (laughs) pretty fucking fitting the same amount of podcast listeners we'll have between both of our platforms oh yeah yeah this the media conglomerate that we're uh that we're piecing together here the the, <laughs> the the millions and millions of people listening to something better. <laughs> but as always, thanks for doing this. I figure, fuck it, if if I'm gonna be home for the next at least two weeks, I might as well, uh, I might as well get some daytime podcasting done with some friends. Damn right. And if I'm, let's actually plan something to do through our podcast that's a. Uh... A little new and exciting, maybe like a radio show where we tell a story a little over there, any style we can put something together. I don't know, we'll put our heads together and think of something fun. I actually have something on the much maligned by you 101 Things list, an idea mm-hmm. that I, I ran by uh, RJ and uh, by Nug about a year or so ago called uh, um, uh, Good Morning Galaxy. 
it's it's a uh, it's an intergalactic morning radio show. That's fun. Their intern is the is is a human who is working at the station and does not know how he got there. <laughs> and it's all it's all <laughs> it's it's the host goofing on him and doing uh to Typical morning, sto- morning show shit. Uh, RJ has agreed to play uh, a character named Garf Narfwarf, who has just yeah. been voted the most attractive sentient in the galaxy. He is a six foot by six foot by six foot uh, sentient gelatinous green cube. <laughs> that's good. And the human does not understand it. <laughs> So that's 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 one of the ideas, but uh, yes, I would. It's the kind of thing that I would uh, uh, like. Our, like like this year's WrestleMania, I should write it, hand it out, have guys just record their parts and edit it together. That's it, man. Yeah. So there's stuff that can be done. Damn right. All right. Uh, that's hey, buddy, it for today, kids. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Uh, Stupid motherfucker. <laughs> All right, that's an edit I have to make because uh, uh, Kurt kept saying the thing that I'm not supposed to say. Um, All right, that's it for today's show. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Keep Keep yourself out of fucking trouble, kids. Your Uncle Kingdom loves you. Bye. <laughs>